Welcome to the Airshares Podcast with Mavis Gregg and Otis Jennings. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. What are we talking about today? I think today we'll cover celebrities. They have the same problems we have, right? Yes, they are human. (laughs) (laughs) Most of them. Yeah. Case in point. I was reading about Larry King the other day and how his, I guess it's actually his wife because they didn't actually go through the divorce, is found out about this handwritten will that Larry King had uh, made before he passed away while they were separated that has now made an appearance and he wants to uh, impact the way his estate is distributed. And she's fighting it. Yeah, that sounds messy. Yeah, and it's only $2 million. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. I don't know a whole lot about Larry King, but given, at least given his celebrity status and high visibility and that he's worked in the industry for so long, I'm surprised that he has not amassed greater wealth. But that could mean, Otis, that more of his assets are held in a trust or multiple trusts. Assets that are subject to your estate are assets that you own personally. And sometimes, many times, people, particularly people of substantial wealth, will put their assets into a trust where the trust owns the assets and is respo- the trustee is responsible for um, distributing assets to the beneficiaries of the trust. So, I'm hoping that's the case because it seems like that's a lot of work to only have two million when you pass away. Although that's certainly higher than most Americans' estates. But if that is the case, good on him because there's an estate tax. The threshold currently is around $11 million. So if he had owned that much, at least that much personally, then extensive there would be extensive taxation. But let's talk about the holograph will. I, I, I did see an article about the holographic will. It's my understanding that his son came forward and filed this will that was actually done maybe in 2017, but his wife, estranged wife, wasn't aware of it. And a holographic will is a handwritten will. Depending on what state you're in, there are certain requirements to qualify or to prove a holographic will. So that's one threshold that the son is going to have to make. He's going to, the court has to accept the will. And then the other issue is that many states, even though, even if a person excludes their spouse from inheriting, many states have statutory provisions that will require assets to be distributed to the spouse anyway. So in North Carolina, for example, a spouse who's excluded from a will could file for what's called an elective share, and that will prevent them from being completely excluded. It certainly isn't the same as getting all of the assets. So I don't know what the case is in the state that he lived in, which I think is California, but that's another issue that could impact the son's ability to keep money away from Mr. King's wife. I think we'll get into this in in, uh, future episodes, but I I believe some of the offspring of Mr. King have already passed. And so Mm. uh, there's some complications with that as well. Mm. 
So it sounds like at, a, at the, the minimum, Mr. King had some messy circumstances. Perhaps he was able to take care of some things, but some things he didn't. And I have to say, when folks get separated, it could take a long time to get full, fully divorced. But I think it's important to have something in place post-separation to avoid issues like this, to avoid confusion like this. I've had estates where the, the decedent was separated using quotes (laughs) from their spouse. Literally one guy was separated from his spouse for like almost 20 years. And he had a will that he did while they were together. He never updated the will. And boom, his living girlfriend got nothing (laughs) except property that they owned together as joint tenants with rights to survivorship, but she got nothing. So I think, if anything, the moral of the story for Larry King type situations is if your marriage is on the rocks, it's even more important to make sure your estate plan is in place and up to date. If your marriage is on the rocks, tighten up on the docks. (laughs) If your marriage is on the rocks, tighten up on the docks. That's what I'm here for, ladies and gentlemen. So as Mavis pointed out, Celebrities are people too. Wait, don't forget that lawyers are people too. We are. (laughs) I'm going to need some proof. Let's move on. More celebrities. Lamar Odom had a fun time in Vegas. That (laughs) got a little bit too fun. Mm. Almost put him over the the edge. He had a brush with death. He was young too. Yeah. Wasn't he like in his early 30s? Yeah, I think his career ended pretty early and a lot of money and time. Mm. Using up both of them very quickly. Not surprisingly, there was a Kardashian in the mix. (laughs) (laughs) Who, to her credit, showed up for him in a way that she didn't have to. Yes, she did. She she did. She uh, she showed up. Yeah. And and they're still friends. I think that's... uh, Do you have any children? Yes, but I don't know that his children, I don't know if any of his children or child, I don't know if they were adults. And so that can add complications. What I recall for Lamar Odom was that he had a severe stroke and perhaps subsequent many strokes. So it was definitely, as you described, experiencing a brush with death. And he was not capacity of legal capacity. He didn't have legal capacity because of this condition. And that threw, I would say, his circumstances in a loop because there was no one who could step up. Someone that he has appointed, that he has said, I want you to act on my behalf if I become incapacitated because he didn't have power of attorney documents, et cetera. And he was still legally married to Chloe. Yes. I get them confused. Chloe. The tall one. The really tall one, yes. He was still married with her to her. They were in the process of getting divorced. And I, I think they were further along in the process than Larry King and his wife. But yeah, it, it left open the opportunity for her to step in and make decisions on his behalf because of her role as his wife. And he's he is a lucky man. I don't know her personally, but just the fact that at least publicly, it appears that she she stood up and made 
decisions on his behalf in his best interest, which is akin to what someone in who you've appointed in your power of attorney should do. You know, when you have a power of attorney document and you appoint an agent, they have a fiduciary duty, which basically means they have a duty to act. And he didn't have that in place, but it sounds like she did act right and act on his behalf. But it could have, Otis, gone a very different way. And I hate to think if he had passed away what bad could have happened if she wasn't thinking with his best interest or acting it with his best interest at heart. It could have had impacts on his children and other loved ones that he probably did not want to happen. So I think the lesson with Lamar Odom is you can have a plan or you can have the government plan and it's always better to have your own plan and and customize it to your circumstances. And going back to Larry King, the Larry King scenario, if love is on the rocks, what'd you say? Tighten up the docks? Yes. Love <laughs> on the rocks, tighten up the docks. There'll be one of these in every episode. The Jesse oh, wow. Jackson of our podcast. <laughs> Jesse Jackson. <laughs> oh my goodness. Don't forget to sign up for early access to the AirShares app. 